Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. Class is now in session for level 28. I'm your host, Walker Dude, not Foo Foo, Cuddly Poo. And with me today is the Ragtag Gang. First up, L. How are you doing, sir? Oh my god. I'm still sleeping from that Super Bowl. <laughs> I gotta tell you, the yes. Patriots still suck. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the Rams sucked that much more. It was quite uneventful for a non-sportsman like myself. Did you eat some good yummies? They were okay. Can't complain. Did you watch some good commercials? Actually, there was no good commercials. Oh, come on. There was something. How about the Xbox one? You know, the adaptive controller. That was nice. Right in the feels. That was touching. We need to get... Yeah, it was. Yeah. We should get Foof one of those. Maybe he could do something. <laughs> Maybe he can uh, play some games. You won't hear this uh, episode, right? No, probably not. Okay, good. Moving on. We also have Koosh Moose. Hello. Hey. Yeah, my favorite commercial probably was one I didn't see until after, and that was the um, the new Avengers trailer or teaser. That got me right in the feels. That got you in the feels. I missed that one. <laughs> mm -hmm. The feels, yeah, up and down my arms, the feels were just showing. <laughs> that the was goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. From what I remember, that was before the game even started. There was an Avengers teaser. Well, yeah, I didn't I didn't get to see too much of the game. Uh, <clears throat> I did eat some chicken wings, but uh, yes. didn't didn't get to see too much of the game. So or commercials, and then the second half, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even get to see the second half. I was putting the kid to bed, so I missed halftime and second half. And, yep, missed like ninety percent of the points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And lastly, making her grand return, we have Matrark. Hello. Hello. I actually had two favorite Super Bowl commercials. Since I think I'm the only one that stayed awake for the whole game. Uh, one, I thought the T-Mobile commercials were all great. Especially the one where the you know, woman is clearly asking her significant other about what he wants what for, he wants for dinner. And it just shows him going through all the typical responses you go through before settling on whatever she wants. Mm -hmm. That was amusing. Um, and the NFL 100 commercial. The NFL has its problems, but that was a great commercial. So it wasn't all bad. Everything else I was bad. But I gotta say that T-Mobile commercial sold me on tacos. I like. <laughs> I was ready for tacos. It was like, really um, funny. I uh, yeah. re I redeemed my free taco. I didn't actually go to a Taco Bell, but I oh. have a free taco sitting in my Taco Bell app. Hey Michelle. Until next week. Hey L. Did you know that Coors Light has corn syrup in it? No, that's not our corn syrup. Go to the next castle. Oh. oh. All right. Well, that's the sports ball portion of the show. Did I hear someone reading off beer ingredients? That was funny. He was probably uh, proclaiming the ingredients just like... Proclamation, proclamation point. point. L, will you read off this list that Fufu has called the honor roll, please? <laughs> sure. After that segue, how could I not? Mr. Tropan is now in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboard for Puzzle. What say right. you, Michelle? I say that's really good. That's um, all I'm going to... No, no. Uh, when you consider that TA has almost 400,000 tracked gamers, when you start getting into these top 1,000, even top 10,000 of a global leaderboard, that's really awesome. 
L only threw it to me because he knows that I'm personally set a goal to get top 50 on that leaderboard. And I'm sitting at, I think, 55 or 56 right now. But top 1,000 is really awesome. So good job, Chopin. All right, Chopin. I think he wasn't even going for it. So those are always the most fun ones to get. Mm -hmm. Just like achievements when we're not using guides. Right, guys? Mm. Don't ask Corey. He doesn't know about that one. Nope. Not to be outdone by Chopin. Tropan also was in the top 100 of the USA Gamerscore leaderboards for the points and clicks. Point and click. That sounds like a snooze fest of a category. So I, I would love to hear from Tropan in uh, Discord or otherwise uh, why he chooses to track point and click. A top 100 again. Big deal. Uh, but if he has any further goals or if top 100 was where he was going. But congratulations on making it there. We're into the double digits. All right. Our friend Prue now has 750,000 TA score. He's Yay, Prue. Three Almost quarters to, uh, of the way to a Emiliano. Kingsman has 13,000 achievements. Good job, Kingsman. Our friend from Down Under, Chin Doctor, who we seem to mention every week, has 450 completions. That's very impressive. People with these big game tools. You know how many people on Xbox don't even have that many, anywhere near that many games on their tags? Most. Most. I actually, I'm probably right under or right above that for games played, personally. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. There's probably 450 ACA games that you can sink your teeth into if you wanted to. Mm, probably have access to them now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Now a topic that's near and dear to my heart. No, not sandwiches. Achievement win streaks. Beer me seven. Tickled my fancy when I saw that he has a 25-day achievement win streak. Way to go, beer me. What the fuck? Is on a 100-day win streak. Nerve bullet, 125 days. And then we up the ante to... Ah, <clears throat> oh, woo! Has 1,400 days of achievement bliss. Wow. But, alas, he was not the big winner of the week. Mattism is currently on a 1,900-day achievement win streak. Well done. I guess these um, win achievement win streaks are kind of typical of how it goes. You either are really in it for the long haul and go for years and years and years, or you hit something like 150, 200 and decide, hmm, I might not want to turn on my Xbox today and go get some sun and start that over. <laughs> I know some people that don't say that. Like, what is the number? What is the number that you get to when you're like, okay, I can't stop now? Is, Probably is that three sixty-five. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I was. I think it that. depends on the person. I'm pretty sure that when you set out to do this, it's just it's your nature. You're as I never cared really about achievement streaks too much. Until it became a feature at TA. Like, it was a feature at 360 Voice, and I followed it there. But once TA started tracking it, I was totally on board with it and have kept going. And it's its own little sickness. But there are <laughs> people who, they set a goal, and they're going to get to 100 days, and they're really good about snapping the streak. I'm pretty sure my life would be much happier if I could do that myself. But um, I, I think for most people, it's just once they start seeing that number climb up you're either going to keep going forever or you're going to just hit a line and stop and that's completely up to your nature yeah i uh 
I think I've told the story before, but I've tried to get to a year and I was going to cut it off and destiny Two screwed me. But, uh, so I was going for, I met, I think I'm almost near a hundred now. Uh, and I'm not playing destiny ever again, but, uh, I'll probably try to get to a year and stop again. But I'm at the point where it doesn't always, uh, across my mind that I need to get an achievement. And so sometimes rarely I have to rush and try to find something real quick or, wake up from a, a nap and run and turn on the <laughs> xbox it kind of sucks well a little bit of foreshadowing it's it's possible with some of the news that may or may not be floating around out there that it might be getting even easier possibly someday in the future maybe to get achievements and not have to rush up from a nap to grab something so we'll see how that goes matt tism not to be outdone by himself has reached a new milestone of five hundred thousand gamer score that is a big plateau Mm-hmm. And he achieved this with a little ditty we talked about a few weeks ago, Refunct. Good job, Mattism. Now we have some host milestones. Waka Pale is now in the top 500 of all of TA. Crazy. Whoa, dude. Somebody on this podcast actually is good at games? <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, he should really use some of that knowledge to offer us some uh, quickie... Uh, at the end of each episode. That would be good. Elroy, OMJ. Love that guy. There you go. <laughs> what enthusiasm. 300 completed games. Way to go, Elroy. And his SAF. Only 205 of them are ACA games, so well done. I think that's actually correct. <laughs> Big Al, that's me. Something funny happened last week after I got that Plans vs. Zombies achievement, which is, was like 25G. Woke up the next day to see I was in the top 500 of XBLA gamer score. So that was unexpected. I'm now in the top 50 of Xbox One TA in New York. And of course, I look in the list and I see Michelle up there. Hmm, you don't say. And I'm going to uh, I'm gonna have to beat her. Gonna don't tell her I said TV that, though. Again? What, Kush? So you're going to sabotage her TV again? <laughs> Oh, I know it's my... mildly distressing that L's been catching up to me in uh, gamer score over the last couple of years. So I just you... don't know that I want to compromise my gaming time for only playing Red Like a game. So I'm I'm not quite there yet. Maybe when he gets within twenty thousand or so, I'll go step on the gas a little bit. And I also hit seven hundred thousand TA. Woot. And Michelle has reached a new milestone of 19,000 achievements won. Uh, woot again. <laughs> Good job. Good job. <laughs> so, question, though, with your 700,000 TA score, how, how many achievements? We're about 100,000 apart now. I think I'm at like 790. Um, so, oh, how many achievements are you at? I'm at 15,000-ish. Wow. it's okay. a big gap. Huh. It's, it's all those Windows Phone games that weren't worth very much, but had a... 10 or 12 achievements uh ta has a stat on it and i don't know how much you guys look this with like the standard score if each achievement was worth x amount which i don't really understand but maybe that's all tied into this sort of stuff any of you guys good at math and, and get what they're getting mm. after nope Negative. kush is hey kush yeah, wake up i have not paid that much attention oh. to it though yeah but yeah it's... hey kush did you get a milestone um sure 
I I actually reached three hundred thousand gamer score. Way to hey. go, buddy! Yeah, thank you. So now I can start my foof. I can. Do you I can recall start my foof for the year? Do you recall what <laughs> game you hit it with? Uh, I do not actually. It was it was not uh, a milestone don't. I was gunning for, which is which is weird. I knew it was coming, but uh, for some reason I All just. All right. I guess I'm gonna look. Okay. Looks like. Don't be embarrassing. Don't be embarrassing. <laughs> oh, not at all. Jack Quest. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's not so it's, bad. It's nestled in between Jack Quest and Heroes Trials, so not at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, not at all Heroes Trials. Um, I can live with Jack Quest, but not Heroes Trials. <laughs> I don't know what that's going to say for uh, for this, but you're reading everybody's milestones, but you don't have one for me? Um, Scanning the list. Scanning the list. Nope. What, what do you mean you're scanning the list? Okay. Don't think you want to tell us? You're hinting at uh, something. Well, you, you could refresh TA because... Uh-oh. Oh, live update. Hold on. Let's see. Do, 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 okay. do, 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 do. You're not supposed to be playing games. Oh, my God. Oh. Look at that. What's live that? on air. Do, 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 do. I just hit 200,000 wow. score. And... What achievement was it in? Did... Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> put, put a copy ACA right Neo Geo Aero Fighters 3 went in. Very nice. What achievement? With the achievement, score 200,000 points. Mm-hmm. So, wow. sort of, Nicely done. Sort of planned. Oh, and I saved your planning. manual scan for on air? I did. <laughs> Just for you guys. And and I, I, I could have ruined my hangman. Uh, I was going to say, I wasn't it looks like a hangman. To that, so. Oh, boy. But it says that, that it later. counted for Hangman, so I guess you needed an A or, or you needed an S. I needed then, an S. So. Yeah, I, I do know my phrase, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yes. But yes, 200,000 gamer score. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. That was, a, that was a goal that I wanted to hit by my birthday, so I'm almost two months ahead of time on that. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, my foof will be 285,000. But the stretch goal will be three hundred thousand by end of year, so uh, nipping at the the heels of Koosh there a wow, little bit. Yeah, yeah we're uh, neck and neck there. Yep. All right. Yeah. And speaking of Koosh and his favorite genre, Elifalet seventy seven is now in the top ten thousand of the Gamerscore leaderboard for Metroidvania. Good now, job. But, now, that doesn't seem so good, but he's been playing some doozies lately and he's been talking about it and he's been talking them up he finished song of the deep i believe he said he finished batman aa that's impressive recently and now he's up to ori so that's yeah that's not an easy one that uh... that's one where you have to beat the whole game without dying right so you have to do yeah you can cheese it though yeah, I think he said he How just did the it? tree. He said he just did the tree run. You have well, to. There's, uh, yeah, there's multiple save slots. You want to do it? Now? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think you have to copy your save to another slot, right? And then quit out yeah. if you die. Mm-hmm. So you don't yeah, have to do just... saves coming? No, you don't have to do saves right, coming. But... You, can, you can make a whole bunch of copies, and you know, then when you mess up, you can just go back to the most recent one. I mean, I got like halfway through the game, and I died hundreds of times. So this sounds <laughs> really hard. I think my first run through the game, I died 300 something times on just the tree. So it's um, <laughs> very oh. impressive. I mean, it's also got a speed run achievement in it. I think less than three hours. It's got an, a run in it for no abilities or not advancing anything on your ability tree, which is 
I, I can't even imagine doing because I'm so reliant on all the stuff you get from the ability tree. And I think I saw he said he's going to do both. I think so. It's, so Ori yeah. and Ori HD or Ori Definitive Edition. Yes. So. And speaking of the tree, he said today that he did the Ginso tree escape and it might be one of the best sequences in a game he's ever experienced. So that's high praise. It's definitely a good sequence. It's definitely memorable. <laughs> I feel like if you are able to go through that without dying, you just feel like you're so good at what you're doing right there. Like you feel rewarded for the experience. The two times I've played through the games, both times I was just, it's very well done. It's brilliantly done, but I was just so excited to be done with it because I died there so much that I didn't get that same sense, that same rush from getting it done. The worst part about that is that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's epic. It's, you know, cinematic. Yeah, the music is great as you're going through all that. Not that you oh, stop yeah. to really pay attention, but it's beautiful. But then if you forget the pickups, I mean, that's just, wow, what a slap in the face. <laughs> right. You can't go back and it's locked <laughs> in there forever. Isn't that also yeah. the point of no return? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a point of no return. You cannot go back and do it again. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I played through the game the second time... I made sure to have a save before there because I didn't know that the first time. Uh, but I still had some weirdness with it that uh, I didn't get all the map stones, even though I have all the map stones in my save. And there's some wonkiness with the game where depending on where you hit checkpoints or where you put your saves, because it doesn't really have checkpointing, you may get something but not remember to go back and get that thing. And, and it can be a little weird. So I kind of got uh, lost an achievement through some fault of my own, but... I can't exactly tell where, and I just haven't... I want to play the Definitive Edition, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I've, I've been slacking on my Metroidvania. I've really not done very much of anything. i got to catch up. Are you working on... Well, what are you? I asked the wrong question. What Metroidvania are you working on currently, Koosh? Hmm. What am I... Which one am I currently <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am still chipping away at Sundered. I've, I've taken a little break from that. I wanted to complete Guacamelee um, 2, and I did. Uh, shortly after Rocco got it done, I got uh, that and the DLCs completed. That was fun. Um, I, I got it all done in one. I didn't want to do a normal and a hard run, so I, I just combined the two mm-hmm. uh, using a cheat code to unlock hard right from the start. Uh, and that was good. It was challenging. <laughs> Some of those rooms were infuriating. I almost cost myself a controller mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe the love of my dog um, <laughs> <laughs> <or> his trust <laughs> he's a little worried now when, when I start to use certain words uh, he gets a little worried and comes over for a, you know to console me uh, and, which unfortunately also has the side effect of like jostling my controller arm so <laughs> it's really infuriating <laughs> uh, you know it's just it's just you, you start to curse and all of a sudden now there's the dog on your elbow and now you know if you curse more he'll just be tighter to you and uh, <laughs> so yeah you, you just can't go down that path so so um actually i was streaming my my trials and uh rocker i think you mentioned that i was like pretty you You, you were very you're surprisingly calm yes surprisingly (laughs) calm well there was a reason for that (laughs) i didn't want my dog to run over and uh, and mess up my runs um so yeah so once i got done guacamole 2 um thankfully i guess people will be happy i'm I'm not gonna talk about it anymore um i moved on i'm moving on to sundered and i'm chipping away at um mystic bell because my daughter likes to watch every now and then when i'm playing a game and that's one where i don't feel 
uh, to, you know, I don't have to worry about the violence because um, it's very cutesy and the sprites are huge. So it's, it's very clear what's going on in the game. Uh, those are the ones I'm, I'm working on right now. Um, I, I want to go back to the mummy. Now that all these challenges are done, I'm like ready to just go and complete games. I've been kind of holding back, uh, you know, just trying to get focus on that one game. And then also these contests that we're going to be talking about pretty soon. So yeah, I'm ready to just kind of like pedal to the metal, knock out one or two more and then, and then see what's what. All right. Well, if you're not sick of guacamole talk yet, you might be soon. Michelle and her brother and I finally started it. Yay. Three-player co-op. <laughs> and we played for maybe an hour and a half, two hours. Probably over two hours. We did run into an achievement-related snafu. Whoa. Speaking what? of snafus. Oh, I hit mute. I hit mute. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently if you have multiple profiles logged in, it can stop achievements from popping as I sadly found out so there was an achievement that I missed out on for defeating a boss oh now I get why you're complaining and I quit out to try to do it again but it had auto saved right after I have to do the game on hard anyway so I didn't start over or anything like that so we'll keep on trucking but it was it was disheartening and I actually did contact Drinkbox Studio support, and they said they it is a known issue and that they are looking at it. So hopefully, it's not just lip service, and they actually look at it, because that would be something to look at for the future. So Having to- never played the game in true co-op, how is it different? Um, I would say the battles are way more fun, but the platforming is a little more frustrating. Because you have to wait for somebody to get to the same side of the screen as you. Um, you do and you don't. There's a trick where if you hit L and R together, you turn into the, the bubble, which is, so if you die, you turn into a bubble and you have like nine or 10 seconds to respawn, but you mm-hmm. could just turn into the bubble on purpose and let the person that's best handle the platforming. Because if you don't do that, you have to, either everyone has to get across perfectly or the camera will pan and just follow one person and it gets a little hectic. Right. And the camera specifically... Uh, focuses on the main profiles. Whoever's won, that's that's who the camera will follow. So oh, if you there. if you have someone who isn't Juan but is doing better at the platforming elements, and Juan just sort of stands down at the bottom of the screen, eventually they can't see where they're going. The camera will not will only pan out a little bit. So that I feel like Guacamole One was a little more forgiving with that. Where or the rooms were designed in such a way where that wasn't as present an issue, although it was there. And I, I want when we played Guacamole, the first one, did we play it with my brother the entire time uh, through? I felt like no, we, we played, played just, with the two of us. No, we played and mostly then, two players. It wasn't as bad, right. and I feel like there weren't as many platforming parts. Right. So I, I think like. the addition of a third person definitely changes thing. And my brother is really good at that platforming stuff. So most of the times it's just hit right bumper and left bumper and let him do his thing and yeah, collect the chest and then we're on our way. So if you have more people on screen, does that mean the fights are easier? No, they add enemies. Yes. Okay. I mean, we don't have anything I'd, I'd to be... compare to in the second game and the first game for sure. We definitely, definitely did yeah. single player versus two players and they definitely add a lot more enemies. But it's still better because you could respawn. Right. I would be interested to uh, to watch you play it um, to see what 
how different it looks. Um, what ha- with what happens enemies. with the? Uh, sorry. Uh, Go ahead. What happens with the um, the light and dark switching? Like, do you all switch to the same? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? I would. <laughs> they probably haven't got to that yet. Well, in the first game, <laughs> we would constantly be hitting it at the same time, and it would just cancel each other out. So, if that answers your question. It it becomes an interesting piece of communication because Mm -hmm. you kind of have to assign someone the role Mm -hmm. of the person switching between dark and light Mm -hmm. so that you're not all doing that. But you can't help yourself because you're focused on your battle. As Elle said, there were more enemies. And we'll confirm this in Guacamelee 2 at some point. But there are more enemies on the screen. So you're in three different places fighting three different battles. You're not frequently right next to each other. So you just switch because you're trying to take care of your enemy and you just totally screw someone else over and they lose and... So uh, on the hard mode, it it was very notable, like how much more we had to focus on making sure we weren't hurting each other by switching for our own means. Oh, wow. See, now I want to see a four player run on like a uh, games done quick. <laughs> That'd be yeah. awesome. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe one time when my brother joins us, we can uh, throw it up on Mixer and you can take a look at what the difference is. Yeah, definitely. And then my last question, L, have you tried going in to adjust the screen size? Uh, no, I'm not. About, when you're about to die, just in case. No, I have not <laughs> tried that. But I never died in that game. I'm I'm too good. You're so I've very never tried. good at video games. Yeah, absolutely. Right, he only chooses to die by hitting right and left bumper at yeah, the same I, time. Yeah, I never he actually doesn't died. Actually... No. He's just trying to make you feel better, I guess, when you're playing, Michelle. I know. I know where my skill level is at. I'm I'm comfortable with it. Yep. All right. Moving on to Cake. Freemold just celebrated his birthday on February 4th. Happy birthday to Freem. Put your clothes back on, L. He's not here. (laughs) Come on, guys. Don't you want to see my little hangman? (laughs) Tropan. Chopin's birthday is tomorrow as we're recording this, February 6th. So happy birthday to him as well. Happy birthday to both of you. Yes, yes, yes. Happy birthday. Happy, happy. All right. That's uh, that's all the, the proclamations you have to offer today, right? As far as I know. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So now we get into the, the meat of hey the, the panel this week. Uh, first up, some Discord housekeeping. If you are not in the Discord, come join. If you are, you've noticed a new channel, uh, an RTDL channel. So what this channel does and is for uh, is to discuss and talk about the random to-do list contest, competition. Uh, But the coolest part about it is we uh, worked with, well, basically we... We asked ZZ Urban Spaceman. Thanks, man. If he could hook us up with a, they call them webhooks in Discord. Basically, it's a bot that posts the unlocks of the random to-do list in the Discord. So for everybody to see, uh, and it, it's to say who it was, what they unlocked in what game. And I think it even has the points and everything it has hyperlinks and it's, it's really slick and it's, uh, very cool thing, and uh, we're so happy that he was able to to help us out. Um, again, there's a whole channel for it. If you don't know what that is, and you want to look into it or sign up, look for the pin post in that channel, and that we have links to wh- where you have to go and what you have to do. Uh, that is the RTDL that's hosted 
uh, I guess, by Real Gamer Score Podcast. So thanks again. Yes, I believe to enter, they have a, a gamer tech to send a T8 uh, PM2. That's right. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's in the pin. Uh, it's either RTD, RTDL or random to-do list or something like that. But I think it's real uh, gamer score, but yeah. Could be wrong. Is it? I think I they so. have a random to-do list tag. Yeah, th- this tag is specifically for random to-do list. Uh, uh, well, reading's hard for me, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, uh, you got to get those yeah. bifocals. Briefly, if you don't know what that is, basically you get a, a list of 25 achievements to go for in the month. And you just have to have at least a thousand achievements available to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's random to do list. No spaces is the, the friend on TA. And there's a little mm. more to it. Uh, you can, and in some ways, depending on how you want to play are encouraged to curate your collection on TA. So what that means is you go into your game collection and you just change the status of games. You don't want in the contest to unowned or not available Something like that so that they don't draw. And it's a good strategy if you're looking to try to get the list to bring up games that you're more likely to play in a month. Uh, The list does try to pull from certain brackets based on ratio so that you won't wind up with a list that's all the high-end achievements from Master Chief Collection. So make sure if you're going to curate your list that you don't just leave your lowest, very lowest ratio stuff or highest ratio stuff because it's, it's trying to pick across the spread of the different ratios you have. Elle's really into RTDL. And I'm sure you could tell us a lot more about the different leaderboards and this uh, universal leaderboard or global leaderboard from like the beginning, right? That That's also been added. Uh, yes. Not to toot my own horn, but I sit atop the lifetime leaderboards. But that's probably because I'm the only one that's paid attention to it for so long. My rival NBA Kirkland was taunting me about how he was number one, and then it changed, and then I was number one, so he's probably going to be gunning for me. <laughs> uh, it's been Wanda's nice husband, since the a little rascal. RTDL room opened up on the Discord to really see people participating, and I know we've talked about it, and some people did request to join, and, and many of us came over from the Z to Z community, so we were already participating, but just its presence in there definitely seems to have people more engaged. So that's awesome. And hopefully even more people will join from month to month because you can play it very casually. Um, I feel like other than L, most of us are more on the casual side with it and you can completely do that. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I definitely have spurts. Um, Whoa, I, I have, I've gotten a full combo before <laughs> uh, and I've definitely gotten in the twenties a few times, but uh, yeah, right now I'm kind of on that low that low side, like oh, I'm just get you know get my one for the month. <laughs> but you don't need one on. to stay in it anymore. Once you're part of random to do list, That's you true. just yep. stay on there unless you request for some reason to be removed. What about you, Kush? Are you pretty casual about? Oh, I'm oh, pretty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I I do not curate. I, I did curate a little bit, but um, <clears throat> I, I just it just got to be a pain. And then with all the other contests mm-hmm. on TA, like the ultimate head to head. Um, their restrictions basically. If I wanted to curate to get the stuff that I wanted from my collection, I would I would overrun the amount that I'm allowed to curate. Mm-hmm. So I just said, you know what, bang it. You know, uh, I'll just do what I do. Uh, and then I used to use the RTDL to kind of inform what I should be playing. But this year is a lot more structured for me in terms of you know uh, the Metroidvania challenge and then also the completion challenge. 
Um, and there's just a lot of cool indies coming out. So I, I am not finding it difficult to know what to play uh, this year uh, for sure. Um, in the past, you know, I, I used to like to get, you know, it would come out, it would be exciting, you'd go, you'd get five, something like that. Um, don't look on the charts to see if I'm lying, but uh, but that's what I would like to do is is to just sort of start jump you know jump start it get some stuff, look for some um, <clears throat> you know some places where I could slot RTDL mm-hmm. achievements into some of the other things like the namer gamer tag challenge the namer tag challenge <laughs> uh, the gamer Sounds tag good. challenge and uh, you know um, all, all those sorts of things that are just going on. So I used to like to sit there and plan and kind of. You know, get the matrix, see the matrix, and, and how I can get all these achievements to work and be uh, efficient. Um, but now, not so much. Um, I like to go in and maybe get one a month. So, yeah, I had that moment yesterday. I was going through, and we're talk about it. We'll talk about it in a minute. The hangman challenge, but I needed a C achievement, and I had a C achievement on my random to do list. So, I was, all right, let's just blend these two, and that worked out great. It took me longer than I expected, but got them, got it done for both. It's nice when you can line up everything that way. Yeah, it's funny. I wasn't even shooting for uh, RTDL achievements this month. I think I've already got two or three. <laughs> One was from the um, the Game Pass quest for uh, Metro 2033 mm-hmm. Redux. I got one for that. Um, <laughs> I guess it was as I was trying to get my achievement uh, for the Gamer Pass, I got a I got an achievement done for the RTDL, and then also for the Hangman, I got an achievement in. I don't even remember what game it was, but I looked and I was like, oh, there's my name. That's weird. Uh, so I popped one I wasn't even intending. That's, I think that might be the first time that's happened. I, I did that last month. Um, L completed iZombie. And I was like, all right. I was working on Kingsman 2625 for the Gamer Tag Challenge last month. And I didn't finish, but iZombie is an I game. Great. I'll do that. So I finished the game and it turned out not only did I get a random to-do list achievement I wasn't expecting that Elle and I had the same random to-do list achievement that we both got that month. Nice. Yeah, that's that's pretty hard. Well, not hard. It's pretty rare for that to happen if you're not uh, paying attention to your list. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's might as well go ahead and talk about it. You two have uh, both mentioned it. There is a new comp- contest, competition, uh, whatever you want. Actually, community challenge. That's the best way mm-hmm. to put it. There's a new community challenge over on True Achievements, and that is the Hangman Challenge that uh, both Kush and Matriarch have mentioned, and if you're not familiar with what it is, it's a blend of a classic word game and video games. So at the start of the challenge, you are assigned a random phrase. You don't know what the phrase is, but you do know how many letters the phrase uh, contains. Uh, your only other hints are punctuation is given to you. So if you see an you know, apostrophe that limits what you what it might be, and uh, basically what you're trying to do is solve this phrase. Now that and what, how you're doing it is by unlocking achievements, and you take the first letter of the achievement. That's your guess for a particular uh, character in order to solve this phrase. Now, what makes this challenging is that you only have eight lives, because in the classic sense of the game Hangman, uh, you draw the little person, and once that drawing is complete, you uh, you lose. So you this is a community challenge that you can lose, uh, just be forewarned uh and let's see so like i said you get your phrase that is a mystery and you unlock achievements and use the first character in order to guess uh, a character for your phrase uh and if you get it great you know uh 
you're one step closer to finishing it. And if that letter is duplicated or uh, there multiple times, you they're all populated, so you don't have to unlock you know a bunch of A's if that's what you have in your thing. Just one A will do. Uh, and if you miss, that's one life uh, taken away. So, um, yeah, I would say for those people, and I was one of them, that are concerned about the fact that you can fail this challenge. For the most part, it's pretty difficult to fail. Uh, most of the pe the codes or the secret phrases that we've kind of alluded to one another. Because one of the other side things with this challenge is do not tell other people what your phrase was. Because there's something like 35 or 36 of them. So their phrases are repeating. So if you put your phrase out there, you might spoil the fun for someone else. But most of the phrases have... 12, 15, 17 unique letters. You have eight strikes. Most of them don't have a Q, an X, or a Z. So it, mm -hmm. it, you do have to, for most of the phrases, try pretty hard to actually miss out on what you need. It's not impossible, and there are some phrases that are shorter. If you have 12 letters in your phrase, you obviously have more potential. I know my phrase was, I think, 17 unique or 16 unique letters. So it's only 10 letters in the rest of the alphabet and there was no Q, X, or Z. So it would have been very hard for me to wind up with a failure accidentally. Mm -hmm. Did you guys... Yeah, mine was oh, uh, 12. I had 16 Mine was well. 12 unique letters as well. Uh, but to circumvent you not, you know, auto-failing, if you just decide to go on an achievement binge and you haven't started this competition yet, uh, there is a start button that you choose when to start it. So you don't choose your letters in, in, in the form of you unlock an A, B, and a C, and you choose, I want to use the A and the C, but not the B. Uh, it's going to automatically choose the A, the B, and the C in the order that you unlock them uh, to use your guesses. So you do have to play strategically to that factor. But um, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you can't really strategize to... Or, you can't do too much thinking ahead because you can't pause the competition or the challenge. So you just right. have to make sure when you're popping achievements. Like I had two achievements I popped on the way towards getting my uh, hangman challenge done that at the same time, another achievement popped. And both of those instances, the other achievement that popped, they, neither of them was a letter I needed. So I had two strikes during the competition. There's no way for you to select. Listen, I don't I know there's no K in my phrase, but because I started the competition that K was considered part of it. I think you were probably going exactly. somewhere around there. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what it was. I just kind of <laughs> lost it there. Um, because I, I ran into the similar things. Uh, I wasn't going to change my gaming habits at the start of it. So I hit start and I just played normally that day. And from then on the next day, I looked at my phrase and what I had unlocked, what I hadn't. And I kind of went from there and the back half, I, I have somewhat of a game plan. Um, but definitely that first part, I knew I wasn't going to lock a ton of achievements, so I just kind of played normally and mm -hmm. see what the what the world gave me. Yep. Uh, Kush, did you finish your Hangman Challenge yet? Yeah, I did, and I had, uh, I think, 15 unique letters. I um, had three wrong guesses, two of which were, um, you know, achievements that I accidentally popped in Infinity Runner on the way to the achievement I was actually <laughs> trying to get. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that is I, a bad game for this competition. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> 
because uh, I had forgotten what a what a fight was, or a, they called it a battle, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I just turned this corner in this hallway, and next thing I know, I'm fighting this guy, and all of a sudden, the achievement pops, and I'm like, what? that's not the one I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> and then two hallways later, another pop. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I was able to complete it. Uh, I didn't, I was not familiar uh, with my phrase, um, so it, it did take me pretty much to the end uh, to, to actually get it. And I was like, oh man, yeah, I should have known that. Well, we, uh, are, will not say phrases, but of course you help each other. We've also, many of us in discord have shown each other our phrases before letters are filled in with, or with maybe one letter filled in just so that others can see and guess. So L had shown me his phrase, what he had done. I'm like, okay, I, I see what this is. So I showed him mine, my phrase, and he's, he looked at it and he goes, oh, I figured out what it is. We didn't have the same phrase, but they are so similar that they may as well have been. So once he was like, oh, I I can figure it out and it's close to mine. I figured it out. And then uh, as soon as you get it, it's like you have to finish that phrase because you want to go back to your normal gaming habits like you were saying, Corey. Yeah, yeah. You you Once you start it, if, if you don't want to fail, you you have to cater to the competition. That's mm-hmm. for sure. What about you, Al? What about me? You want to talk about your experience with the Hangman Challenge? Uh, Yes. I mean, considering that I had 16 unique letters and couldn't have failed too easily, I was still silly enough to stay up until 2 in the morning finishing the damn thing last night. So I wouldn't have to think about it anymore. But it was fun. I got to play some games I haven't been playing in a while, uh, such as WWE 2K19, which I got at launch, but I haven't done too much with, so I got a few in there and I got a few in the Limbo clone um, Planet of the Eyes that was a good one it got me a few so I enjoyed the competition overall or the contest I believe it ends March 4th yeah I think it was slated to end February 18th but they amended it to March 4th that's what I think happened it's a little long I would have thought it would have been a little quicker well, not everyone I know, I know. is well, as intense as we are. One thing that's interesting about this is I haven't figured it out yet is usually in the hub spaces for these challenges, there's a leaderboard. And I understand they don't want to show the, the phrases for everybody, but I'm surprised there's no leaderboard that just shows who completed it. Usually you can get a sense of however many people, like when you're doing the 12 Days of Christmas challenge, you see that little check mark that says... 3,000 people have completed this day and there's no way almost 3,000 people registered for this I believe and there's no way to tell at this point how many have completed it that is true I have an idea uh, this is this is for frame so in the future you want to make this competitive you start out like you have but you let people continue to unlock more puzzles and mm-hmm. the more the, the further along you get the harder they go the less letters that there are mm-hmm. but it's permadeath Ooh. so if you mm-hmm. if you fail you are off the leaderboard mm, very nice not a bad idea mm-hmm. and is this just like yeah. if you're playing hangman where the hangman resets with every new letter you're not like doing some super difficult mode where you get eight incorrect guesses through the whole thing correct uh either way the, at first i was thinking uh eight lives per puzzle but um i guess you could make it you know one big long mm-hmm. thing see how far you can get hey, <laughs> i did want to say that chin doctor swears and up and down that he was the first to finish so 
We'll never know. We'll never know. know. He. It was 6 a.m. my time. I woke up <laughs> and he like, was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, okay. I saw that message too day. when I woke up in the morning. I'm like, oh, of course you're done, Jen. Um, but he did very well to get that done. And uh, I think, Corey, you said you're, you know your phrase, you're going to finish in the next uh, however long. Yes. On my way to 200,000 right before the show, uh, I unlocked four more. Uh, so I have three more unique letters to unlock. And I know what they are, so maybe in a couple of weeks we'll share our our phrases. Yeah, at the end of the month we'll we'll go through it. And in breaking news, there are actually stat pages. Oh, there are. So if you yeah, if you go to your homepage okay. and then you um <clears throat> and then you go look at the hangman uh, box and you click into there and so you get to see your oh. hangman board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you look on the right, there's actually a link that will take you to the hangman uh, page again. And one of the tabs there is stats, so you can see. But the stats, um, it, it's the stats, fairly light. It's, yeah, it's just like the games that game were specific. used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not really yeah. how many people have completed it, how many people have actually started. It's it's really not that kind of data. Yeah, it's it's not the exact it same. Uh, it did show that there were th- uh, just over three thousand registrants. It doesn't really tell you, you know, who did what and who completed. But you can you can actually see the stuff on the games that were used. So that's kind of fun. But sure. so there there is some light some light uh, stat tracking that they've been doing like previously. And you know next year next time they run this uh, maybe they'll uh, include a little more. Yeah, TA is usually pretty good about the stats deep dive once these things are done. So I, I wouldn't true. be surprised if we see that. And we'd be remiss to not take a moment to thank the community events team at TA. I know Freemhole especially was uh, a big motivator behind this particular contest. They're always coming up with new things for us to do and new ways to sort of engage with TA and the tracking TA offers. This was fun. It's the first time, of course, there are going to be suggestions for things to make it better, but this was a really great first go. For the three hours or so, I was actively working on getting these achievements. It was fun, that rush of going through my list and figuring out where am I going to get an achievement with this letter. So great job. And thanks, as always, for all the work you're putting in to make TA just a little more fun for the rest of us. Yep, it's a great community event, and what do you know, we had our own community event uh, this past week as well. Do you remember the Hawken Boost from a few weeks ago? Was, that was a fun time, yeah, right? Yeah, it's great. So basically, if you're in the Discord, you saw that that Hawken Room kind of evolved into a, uh, a quick start Uno session. And, well, what do you know? We made a TA session, and we had nine people uh, show up from the community, and we knocked out Uno on the Xbox One. Uno! Um, Yes, Uno. And we split up into two groups again because the rules of Uno state you can only have four players. Uh, And you're asking me, hey, we had nine people. Well, yes, we did. David, MCC, 1989. Uh, He showed up on time just like as as we uh you know as we said we would oh. and we planned but he only had a few achievements uh in-game achievements left and so we got him those and we swapped him out for carpe adam when did you start because uh, he's in the uk i believe yeah we started at eight o'clock my time so it's eight o'clock central oh. Oh, uh wow so yeah it was it was pretty like early in the morning him. over there yeah something like that uh good man so like I said, he he we got him done uh, quick, and we swapped him out for Adam, and uh, my group was Adam, Pitar, Kronos, and myself, and the other group was Chin, what the fuck, 
Uh, Death Dealers, which I think, what is his other alias? Uh, Dark um, Lord Davis. That was Dino. No, wait, that's Dino Bot. Dino Bull. Dino. Yeah. I was thinking of that's him. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, I think that's him. And uh, and then Fufu Cuddly Poof. And I think he brought his wife, but <laughs> she did not officially sign up for the session. It looks like. Uh, anyways, uh, it was a it was a few hour boost. Uh, and we like I said, we split in two groups, two parties, and my group. Uh, we had a, we had a great time talking, great discussion, and well, everybody across the boost got the completion. So. Uh, the best part about it, though, is if you don't know Uno, the achievement list, the two, well, really only one uh, achievement that probably sucks the most is you have to successfully challenge wild draw four cards, and that's very difficult to do with uh, bots. There is a solution that states how you can kind of uh, get them into that path, but you have to turn on certain rules and whatnot to do it. Kronos had the, a great epiphany, right? Uh, but right before, right when we got to this achievement, because we did others first, and he's going to upload a new solution for that uh, soon. And but it worked fabulous for our group. Uh, basically, we uh, ju- the gist of it is we drew the whole deck, and almost everybody had one of the four draw fours, and we basically played it, uh, challenged, moved on all the way across, and that achievement which probably takes uh, many hours uh we knocked it out in probably less than an, a half hour for the four of us so it was it was awesome i don't be- believe this because our session lasted longer than an hour but ta has me at an hour 10 minutes for the game wow uh i only played maybe an hour at most uh, before our session so uh it was a great completion for me uh because it was my partner in crime Kronos's random game for a BCM and he knocked it out of two obviously so it was a, a double double scoring thing for us in that competition so excellent uh I think if you look at the completion had. leaderboard it says you are at four hours 11 minutes so that's okay well this was from the TA session so maybe that was prior yeah maybe, maybe. Four, four hours seems right because it was, about was there three too? Hour session Jin was there. This guy. Mm-hmm. Good to see all these names together on the list. Yeah, so that was a that was a great great time. So we don't know what the next community boost will hold, but I'm sure there'll be a one soon. I think there was an impromptu uh, Halo session last night, though, with uh, with some UKers and some USers. US. Who knows what's next, though? <laughs> Discord is the place to be, though, for uh, the first to find out information and first signups most likely. So you definitely want to be there if you're not. All right. Um, last competition is the Foof, the Foof challenge. And we have Foof. the matriarch of the Foof challenge. Oh, matriarch. oh how about that? And uh, yes. Uh, do you want to talk about the, the first month officially? Sure. So I know you guys talked about it a little bit last month and kind of went over our own stats at least as i had had them tracked to that time so i went through on february 1st or 2nd or so and actually grabbed everyone's stats for the month of january in full right now there are 68 people participating in the leaderboard on ta and if you're still interested in joining the frack the foof's ridiculous annual uh, achievement challenge uh 2019 
you can go ahead and still join the leaderboard. There's no reason to uh, not do that since your January stats are tracked anyways. So I went through everyone's period summary and just pulled down that information. Of the 68 people that are currently on the leaderboard, 30 are actually fully on pace to hit their foof. So good job. I am not one of those people. Uh, so I've got to pick it up in the month of February. Just want shame. I, I, <laughs> I know I've got to turn in my foof guard, I guess. Uh, but just to highlight some of the folks that hang out in Discord that have done awesome in the first month, uh, we have Jimbot, who's currently in the lead with 41,960 gamer score in one month. So he's on pace to have this done about when you had wanted to get to 200,000 gamer score over your Xbox lifetime, Corey. So good job there. Toad Style Venom, Stan, he's got 25,000, a little more than that this month. Prue wow. has. Put up 20,000 points. Elroy. No. Love that guy. There we go. 19,000-ish points. Tropan put up over 16,000. Waka Pale with almost 16,000. I don't know how you guys have this time. Chin at a lowly 11th place somehow with 15, a little over 15,000. He's, he's playing Kingdom Hearts, Japanese and American, that's why. That's true, but that's mostly going to affect this month, I think. Well, I guess end of January. Uh, we have X the Hero, who keeps telling us in Discord he's had no time for games, but still somehow put up 12,660 points in the month of January. Rocker Dude, who is on this panel somehow. That's me. Okay, put up over 12,000 points. So good job there. Isrit had almost 12,000 points. What the Fug, also almost 12,000 points. Crap Adam, uh, almost 12,000 <laughs> points. Don't call Crap oh, Adam sorry, that. sorry. Uh, we ha I don't know that he's had or she's had opportunity to speak. Sorry, I don't know uh, from the gamertag, and I can't pronounce it, but it's Happy Bivouac. Happy, happy something beginning with a B, who joined the Discord recently. So welcome aboard. Um, had over 11,000. Mike Pitch, who, when he entered the competition, was saying, like, eh, I'm not... Not sure how I'll do. Also, over 10,000. Kingsman, over 10,000. I mean, you guys just really killed it. L at just over 10,000, 10,012. So, good job. Uh, Daniel JJ, also at just under 10,000. Beer Me at just under 10,000. So, that's all the folks that are active in the Discord who are over their foof pace. If I missed anyone, my apologies. We'll get you next week. So, I just want to make sure you all were shouted out and keep up the good work. And or, you know, keep up somehow finding 27 hours a day to play video games. Um, also, just wanted to say briefly that in the month of February, I'm running a small contest for anyone who is participating. All I'm asking you to do is earn what the monthly average would be to get your foof done. So that's 8,333.33 repeating. So we'll round up to 8,334 gamer score this month. So anyone who gets that in the month of February will be entered into a drawing and will win something up to about $10 of their choosing. So if you want a month of Game Pass, if you'd rather pick up a game, that's fine. So I will do that at the end of the month and probably announce the winner that first weekend in March. So that's that's everything I have to say about the foof. That's very nice of you, Michelle. I didn't realize when I asked for time this week to shout out the couple people on the in the discord who were doing really well that it would be that big a list of people so uh again really great job and 
I know everyone's also working on random to-do lists and they're working on the hangman challenge now. So everyone... Oh, speaking of random to-do list. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there was a... Uh... We were talking about earlier how last month you and I got the same iZombie achievement. Mm-hmm. We forgot to mention that this month we got the same Saints Row the Third achievement. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. <laughs> and we're playing the game in co-op, and it was called Tune In, Drop Off. Uh, and that, of course, is for completing all instances of trafficking, which is one of the nicer things you do in the game. <laughs> and... You know, we stayed up late, and we were all excited for it to appear together in the Discord, and for some reason, it didn't. I believe I was told that since I'm a little more active, that I get scanned more frequently? Was that what was determined? Um, There were lots of guesses about what possibly could have happened. There's something odd, too, because most of the times it scans at 10 past the hour, but your scans tend to come right on the hour. So, something's a little bizarre there. Oh, okay. Well... While I'm looking at it still, I'm going to quickly read off the top 10 for February random to-do list. With honorable mention to number 27 on the list, Rocker Dude. (laughs) 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 With an astounding one achievement for February. (laughs) To be honest, I did that to uh, to kind of test the bot. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it worked. It worked. You were one of the first. Koshmos, number 20, has two achievements. <laughs> like I said, they were surprises. <laughs> and Michelle's at number 12 with three achievements. Hey. But actually, it's not always quantity of achievements. It's the score attached to each achievement gets a score, uh, which goes along with the ratio. So in other words, an achievement with a 1.10 ratio will be worth 110 points and so forth and so on. So the higher the ratio, the more points it's worth. With that said, I'll do a quick rundown. Number 10, What the Fug. Number 9, Ben L72. Kingsman is number 8. Oh. Z to Z. Look at this. Freem, number 7. And Prue, number 6. Ooh. A little reunion tour at the top 10. Board. They're holding hands. Uh, number 5 is Wanda's husband, who's nipping at my heels. I'm number 4. Number three is Fresh336669, and uh, the Eagles also suck, so just wanted to let you know that. Reset42 is number two, and number one, Homer. So good job, everybody, with all of our contests. Really, really exciting stuff to be a part of. Homer's been killing it in random to-do list the last couple months. Yeah, he really loves it. That's awesome. Well, if, uh, if you ever wanted to join the rtdl you already know how to do that and we mentioned curating i have some games that you can add to your list for the month of march next month Uh, and those are new game pass editions they were just announced and we have them for you so the first one is crackdown three we already knew about that one that one is coming february 15th Mm -hmm. that's correct um the next one is The Walking Dead Season 1. If for some reason you don't have that, I don't know how. Mm. Um, the third one would be Da Blob. Never played that one, oh, but the it's distinct. there. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, he just sounds very excited about The Blob. It's I a, mean, I don't I don't even I have no clue of what it is. It's kind of a paint blobby platformer. That's such a great way to describe it. It was built I for think the Wii initially, Splatoon. so it, it's was built sort of a little gimmicky, but it was it's a fun game. Yeah, it's okay. a fun little puzzle platformer uh, dealing with paint. And maybe you might want to call it a precursor to um, 
uh, what was that? The Blob 2? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the Ink Kids. What's the Ink Split, Kids Splatoon. on Nintendo? Splatoon. Splatoon, yeah. It's yeah. very similar, the idea of sort of painting the ground, but it just doesn't have that competitive aspect that Splatoon does. Nice. Uh, well, we also have Pumped BMX Pro, the sequel to, um, what's it called? Pump BMX <laughs> Plus, <laughs> Yep, I think. Uh, I've never played, but I, Kusha's uh, excited for it. I'm very excited. Yep. We also have the Batman Arkham. Return to Arkham, I think. Return to Arkham. Which is both of them. Which is a bundle. Yeah. So actually, this is two games you're getting. Uh, the Batman Remasters, which are a new list on the Xbox One. And Arkham Asylum is a Metroidvania. Yay. So... And then rounding out this list of six is a, it's a big hitter. It's Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So, when did that come out? Like November. Uh, very recently, in terms of AAA games. Uh, so not a not a bad month if you ask me. I'm personally excited for Pump to BMX Pro and Crackdown Three. Both of those will be played this month by me. So. Yeah, go ahead, Koosh. I'm just wondering how many people are going to be able to complete all those games before they drop off. <laughs> um, I will. Someone with some skill. What, what, what's the uh, <laughs> the Blobs probably? The, well, Walking Dead is probably the easiest. The uh, Blobs probably one of the other quick ones, right? Yeah, well, I would say probably like ten, twenty, something like that. We don't know Pumped BMX, but the first one was fairly skill based, right? Yeah the the ending uh, achievements are definitely skill based. I would mm-hmm. say. The Batman ones are pretty straightforward, um, straightforward list, and that, no surprises there. Uh, I really haven't looked at Crackdown, so I can't tell you on that one, but I did hear on Inside Xbox that orbs are back, and Yay. there are more of them. <laughs> 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 so we take that for what it, whatever it means, and if there's an achievement tied to it, who knows. But uh, And then Shadow of the Tomb Raider, obviously, is probably another, what, 60-hour game, am I guess? Now, for, for Crackdown... Are we under the assumption that there's two separate launchers? Because I believe, mm-hmm. yeah. So two different. I think this has been both. confirmed. There is two different game tiles for multiplayer and single player. There has not been a secondary list put out yet. There's just been a single player list. Okay. Well, I'm not looking Which, at that list, but it should be same as the other one. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, I, I, I don't mean, know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to go to it fairly blind and uh, look forward to it. Any, uh, L, do you have a personal favorite from that six? Of course. Crackdown 3. Crackdown, yep. Figured. Which uh, Michelle. I imagine campaign oh. and multiplayer will be something that we will be talking about. Hopefully it's good. I, I hope that there's multiplayer achievements, to be honest. Uh, get a little group together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle, do you have a favorite? Other than Crackdown 3? Because, I mean, that's obviously <laughs> yeah, my answer. Yeah, sure. Although Crackdown 3 for, for sure is it. And I, maybe looking... I'm not going to kid anybody. No, I'm not going to get to any of the rest of these. I still have to finish Walking Dead Season 1, actually. But I have the game from when it was Games with Gold. So it's addition to Game Pass is a great value add for people who are new 
And we have to keep that in mind when they're building the Game Pass library, that it's not built for people like us who are going to spend money on games anyway. It's a way to try to get people who are not part of the Xbox ecosystem excited for it. So it's a great ad there, but uh, not going to make any difference in what I have. I just had one side thought before you uh, go further with this particular topic. They had asked recently on Twitter, uh, the Game Pass team, like, what things can we do to improve Game Pass? And I really wish that when they announced these games, they would announce how long the license is going to last. That's mm, that's That would certainly be nice. The, yeah. One thing I'd like to see that, you know, we're announcing DeBlob. DeBlob is scheduled to be removed uh, no earlier than May of 2019. So they can always extend it. But this way, you know, from the moment you get in there, that if you're going to pick this game, you have to prioritize it based on when it's due to leave the service. Because I might look into something like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, but if it's possibly going to go away in a couple months and I just sort of bean dive it, that's no longer a good option for me. Yeah, and I'm sure we all have those games that we're kind of like eyeballing and uh, mm-hmm. and hoping that they don't get put on the list. Because we know as soon as they do, then our focus has to be turned. Right. Um I have two, the the Metroidvanias on Game Pass, uh, Shantae's Curse and Dandara. Dandara. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm counting those as I'm going to play them, but I, they're, I don't have them on the super short list. <laughs> yeah. So I hope that they're sticking around. I started the uh, Sherlock Holmes game that was on Game Pass during UHH, and now I, I have to keep my eyes out for sales that maybe one day it'll drop low enough so I can have it in my collection to continue playing it. So it's always the risk. So that would be the one change to game pass. I wish they would make so we can make more informed decisions about what we're going to do with our gaming time. Yeah, that that would certainly be nice. Like I said, uh, Kush, uh, I have a, a suspicion what you might pick, but what what is your favorite? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough, man. This is, this is a great month. Uh, game pass or you know a great great ad for game pass um i'm gonna surprise you i'm actually more excited about crackdown 3 what um Uh yep yep i knew i know where you're going (laughs) uh crackdown 3 i'm more excited because there's gonna be you know people playing it uh when the first two crackdowns came out i only had like two or three people that was playing crackdown type games with um so it's exciting to be in a community that's going to be going for this stuff so that's probably the one i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot for first and then of course I'm going to be playing Pumped BMX Pro. I'm going to be chipping away at it. That is the type of game I like to play. Like I said, when I've got 10, 15 minutes, just go in, just knock out some of that fun, fun gameplay challenges and levels and score challenges. Um, it is a fun little game. Is that similar to a trials uh, type game? Or what type of game is it? So it is a little bit like a trials game. Uh, I just went back in, uh, in getting ready for Pumped BMX Pro. I, I, I did a little bit of, pumped bmx plus i believe is the name i just went back and just tried it out it is a little bit like a trials game it is very much um it's about tricks it's about score it's about challenges but there's also this this feature or in in able uh, man you have to edit this i'm stuttering uh the way (laughs) to get through these levels requires essentially a perfect run as you start getting farther into the levels because what you're doing is you're controlling um, your pump, right? So when you get to the uh, the apex of your jump, you're going to want to hit the A button to kind of like pump down uh, towards the ground. So you're building up speed. If you don't do that, there are going to be jumps uh, in the level that you're not going to be able to 
get past. And then that's basically a failed run. Nothing you did counts. You're going to have to do it again. So you're going to have to master it uh, going through. So it's kind of like Trials in that it is definitely skill-based, but it is not exactly like Trials. All right. Okay. Um, We have one more section left before we close class, and that is the weekly BCM Freemhole Completion Challenge Primer. And today's category that we're going to look at is I promise there are Xbox exclusives the challenge to complete an Xbox exclusive title. Now, we just mentioned several. Uh, we mentioned one that's coming to Game <laughs> Pass. Uh, uh, so let's see if that makes the cut for any of these people. So, Koosh, let's start with you. What Xbox exclusive title are you going to try to complete this year? This year, I am. Uh, I'm already gunning for several Metroidvanias that are xbox exclusive those uh, being ori in the blind forest and ori in the blind forest definitive edition yeah they're out for the pc but you know it's not on ps4 or or nintendo so um it's not an easy completion but i'm gonna be doing it anyway so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to uh sync these two up Uh, if i hadn't already done it uh, i would maybe be looking at uh deadlight for the 360 because that is a pretty easy completion it's a little bit expensive so i would you know if you're thinking that this might be a fun game um you could look wait for sale um there's also the remastered version uh for the xbox one it's about the same price but it does have a few extra achievements and i think they um i I did notice that the ta on those is a definitely higher uh than the other achievements so uh, i'm not sure how difficult that is but uh, that might be something that people would want to consider fun fact framehole wrote the walkthrough for deadlight 360 that is a fun fact it is <laughs> thanks for sharing um that kind of actually brings to a interesting point i when i first read this question i was thinking first party games only and so it's interesting that you mentioned a non-first party uh exclusive there um so yeah i'll go ahead and go i all of these the challenges so far have been fairly easy for me uh, I bragged about it last week, but I completed Sunset Overdrive, so that is my done and dusted Xbox exclusive title. Um, That's really I don't think good a lot one. of first. Yeah, it, I loved it. And if I get a new PC this year, Bill able to build one, I will play the Win 10 version too. But um, I, I, thinking about it, a lot of first party uh, Microsoft games are not, you know, necessarily easy completions or at least quick ones. So. Glad to have that one uh, done for the year uh, myself. Uh, Elliot, you have a plan? I. You just gonna wing it? <laughs> <laughs> Is Crackdown Three gonna come out? <laughs> Is that an exclusive? Uh, according game? to Fufu, no. All right, so. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Crackdown Three, and hopefully the list doesn't have anything excessively hard. Grindy, I'm okay with, but hopefully nothing. Did Did you complete Crackdown One or Two? Yes to both did you complete them within 11 months yeah once we started it yeah. we did sure okay we actually stuck with those games i believe i figured it would be one of those you know nine year gaps for you i don't think so no there was a time you know about a five or six years ago <laughs> that if we picked a game we played that game three or four nights a week <clears throat> until we finished that game and Obviously, with 
life changing and responsibilities changing and also how we like to play games changing. It's harder and harder to commit to that. But that's definitely, I hope, the plan with Crackdown 3 that all these other projects where it's a day here and a day there and whatever are going to be put aside. And this is going to be the, the focus title for a little while until we get through at least the campaign and hopefully a majority, if not all of the achievements. Yeah, I, I'm trying to focus on that where I stick to one main game at a time. So hopefully I can do that with Crackdown and um, knock out a lot of it. So wow, it, it, it'll it'll take a hit to the Metroidvania mm-hmm. challenge. But uh, Well, unless uh, we can get Chin I'm, I'm to for maybe reclass Crackdown 3 as a Metroidvania. <laughs> you know, I think you have to go back and then you have to double jump over this one section. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, I couldn't it get there before I got all the agility orbs. Yeah, totally exactly. a Metroidvania. So, <laughs> so Crackdown 1, um, we did from October 2012 to December 2012. Nice. Crackdown 2, it looks like we started in April 2015 and finished in August. So yeah, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, Michelle, do you have a, a an exclusive title you will complete this year? I, I actually had a... A thought I put Crackdown three down because for the same reasons we just discussed, <clears throat> just hoping that we'll be able to complete it in a reasonable time and and all that sort of stuff. But when we say Xbox exclusive titles, does that just mean Xbox exclusive to consoles? So if it's available on Steam, that's still okay, or does Steam invalidate something from being exclusive? Interesting point. Um... I think Freem is is more. He always leans towards, you know, just have fun with it. Right. So, so I think yeah. he would give it a pass uh, if it's Steam and PC and you know Xbox. I, I think you know as long as it's not on some other console. Okay. Uh, PlayStation, Nintendo. I think for the most part, he's gonna he's gonna say yeah. If it's got achievements, um, or the version you're playing has achievements, and yeah, so maybe the PC has it. I, I think you'd be all right. I found it very hard like to um to pick to pick an exclusive I, I was going through the list and i was just like geez uh i'm not really you know either i've already completed it or it's just it's kind of slim pickings it's kind of kind of sad what's i i discovered uh that as long as steam or pc base doesn't count and unless my google foo really wasn't working this afternoon that seems like a game i very recently completed that I just finished putting almost 80 hours into, Lily's Epic Quest for Lost Gems, actually only released on Xbox One. I don't think it released on PlayStation 4 or Switch. So, if that's the case, I may already have this one in the bag and be done with it. Congratulations on that completion. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that happen. Yeah. It, I, I did, and it was it's a massive one. It's it's not that the game is that hard. There are just there are some things that are not made clear, so... The way you open certain levels, you may have to replay a previous level and find a different exit. And it's it's not clear. and There are no guides. So you, you kind of have to figure it out. And I've already forgotten everything I did, so I can't even contribute to a guide. So it's it's not that it's hard. It's just very time consuming. It's an 80 hour match three game, which isn't that unusual. You know, Bejeweled has the crown of that with 200 hours or so. But again, given everything for the challenge, that might count. If that doesn't count and Crackdown 3 don't work out, uh, the last time I was here, I was speaking with Ryan about how we both have to complete Gears 2. So that may finally, again, be another motivator for completing Gears of War 2, which definitely counts as a an exclusive title. Is that a Metroidvania? Uh, I'm starting the petition. 
a Marcus Vania. <laughs> I don't want to play that one, so I'll counter it. <laughs> a Phoenix Vania. Exclusive. Well, that was uh, some great BCM Freemhold talk. Uh, again, we have that going on. We have RTDL. We have Gamertag Challenge, which this month is NBA Kirkland. And we have TA Hangman Challenge. A lot of challenges, a lot of contests. Truly is what driving what is driving my gaming right now. Um, and I, I love talking about them. I love planning for them. So a lot of fun to be had. And, of course, we're talking about all that stuff on Discord, as well as general help and boost. Like I said, people come in, they ask for help, and or generally somebody is around to uh, to help them fairly immediately. And if they, can, they can't, then something is scheduled pretty quickly, and people are getting help with what they need, and it's it's really great. Uh, I have so, to, as an aside, yep. I know you're trying to wrap up, but it was it's really great actually to see it in action because at least initially it's sort of us, our, you know, our group who record and some folks who came over from Z to Z and have been very active from the beginning. But this this past weekend during the Super Bowl, someone came in and I apologize, I do not remember the name offhand. Maybe one of you guys can help me with that. But they came in looking for a Crystal Moon came in looking for Master Chief Collection help. And this seems to have gotten off the ground. Uh, what the Fog was in there, Dino Bowl was in there. So it's great to see these people that really had no connection to each other previously just jump in and, and do this. So if you have a request for boosting, just jump into the room, ask away. The, the community's just got so many varied interests and so much in their backlog that someone is likely to have the thing you need. And it doesn't have to be a long boost. It could be one achievement that you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, invite somebody to your Catan game or something. Oh, sorry, Jay Black. <laughs> yeah, Jay Black. <laughs> By next week, uh, we'll have it done. Yeah. So uh, that's discord.io slash AH101. It, it, there's a mobile app. There's a web app. There's a desktop app. It's it's a great place to uh, sign up and and just be there and, you know, we notify you when the show comes out, of course, and if there's any big news or anything like that, uh, it, there, it, it does serve that kind of purpose. But really, the discussions and, and the, the help that people can request and offer is is what it's really all about. Uh, so really encourage you to uh, to just join that and, and see if you like it. I, I think if, if you pop in, it, you'll, you'll find that it, it, feel, it feels more like home than you might you know, otherwise think So definitely do that. All uh, right. We also have a mixer, mixer.com slash AH101. Hopefully we get uh, back to a more scheduled streaming where we stream indie games mostly. And then the show itself, how you're listening to it. We are on Spotify and YouTube now, in addition to uh, Apple iTunes, Libsyn, and anywhere else you can get that feed. So be sure to follow us on all those platforms if, if you can uh, if, and if you will. Yeah, and and again, if, if there's any other way that you would like to hear the show that we aren't doing already, let us know. Uh, and we will try to uh, we'll try to cater to that. And if you see a button that says subscribe, smash it. <laughs> That's kind of insane. Uh, lastly, if you want to just... Uh, support us in any way obviously sharing the show is great and uh reviewing the show is even better uh it helps us out in the most free way that can uh help you so 
help us help you and uh not be derailed by L because <laughs> class class dismissed five four three review it is a review review it's review time Review. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Epic Reviews. Here we take the games of we want to review, and we review them, and we tell you the epic wins, and we tell you the epic fails of the game. So, today we have for you Legendary Eleven. So, for those of you that are not very good at sports ball, this is a soccer game. Uh, if you're overseas, it might be a football game. If you're still in America, you are, it can be soccer or football, so, but not football. That just sounds weird around here. So, I am joined today by the wonderful ex-provos of the Kronos family. How you doing, buddy? It's good to be here. I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> awesome. I always want to put that R in there. Um, I, I noticed I, that. We, 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 we've had some issues with that, right? Yeah, apparently there's a Portuguese, or was it a Portuguese guy that I sent the script to that, you know, knows what we're well, about to Well, I say? mean, Poland is um, <laughs> pretty close to Portugal, so, I mean, it's on the same <laughs> continent. Yes, it did start with a P and an O. All right, yeah, that's overseas, so, yeah. It's... And so is our script. There you go. So... If there's a Polish version of this floating out there, um, there you go. And uh, so this Legendary 11 game, for those of you that just, again, are not very good with sports ball, it's called Legendary because obviously the game's going to be legendary if it's a soccer game. But the 11, you might, not, you might be confused about the 11. Well, the 11, that is how many players are on the pitch at one time. And yes, I did just say pitch. I did that for our English listeners. It's a field. But I use pitch just for them. So... 11 people on the field at a time, that's why it's a legendary 11. So, what, oh, and so on this game, my credentials are A, I played it, I did, I played this game, and B, I played soccer my entire life since I was six years old, uh, growing up in Texas, even in the 80s, uh, if you didn't play soccer or didn't know about soccer, it was even weird back then, so I played my whole life. Um, I baked chin once, and uh, that's about it. You baked chin. Oh yeah, he didn't see it coming. I just put a little. He didn't break you down. It wasn't clinical on you. Nope, I baked him. I shaked him. I baked him for chin. Well, I think this uh, particular (laughs) review of Legendary Eleven is going to be so legendary that it will go to eleven. Ooh, and I'll be asleep. So if you start hearing, if you hear like a big thud, that would be my forehead hitting the mic. I do have a tendency to talk too long, so I'll try and make sure that that doesn't happen here tonight. Ooh, see, I, I have the problem. I don't talk enough, so... Um, well, we're going to be I'll good try... partners, then. <laughs> I'll try to say a few things here and there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why don't you start us off? Well, what's this game all about as far as the, the technical deets, if you will? All right, so uh, Legendary Eleven was developed and published by Eclipse Games, and they released it on Xbox on January 4th, 2019, for a sale price of $14.99. That's less than fifteen dollars. That is a little bit less than fifteen dollars. It's like they intentionally made it a little bit less than fifteen dollars to make you think it wasn't fifteen dollars, but it might <laughs> actually be fifteen dollars. 
a legendary mind trick. So it is a um, arcade style, but very simulation-y association football, or soccer as we call it in America, game with fairly simple controls, but it is, feels very well balanced for all of that. It is a nice experience playing this game, in my opinion. We'll get into that a little bit more in our details, but just to start off, it is the soccer game, and it has a couple of different modes. It has a cup mode, where you play through several different cups. You can have a friendly match with the computer, your couch buddy, or even online. And Ooh, it also online. has yeah, it has online co-op. And I'm online, all about well, that. It doesn't yeah. really have online co-op. This game is more about the competition side of things. Oh, man. So I can't play online with people? I mean, that's... You can play online with people, but you're going to be playing against them. Oh, okay. And then the last mode it has is the legendary games, where it pulls games from the past and it tries to have you replay those moments of glory with these characters from the the distant age of soccer years past. Yeah, it, it kind of omitted the nice World Cup, whereas the Don Zidane, you know, headbutts you and. Um, yeah, it, it skipped that moment. That was an awesome moment. I think this game is trying to shoot for something a little bit further back in history than <laughs> even the early 2000s. Yeah, it looked like I, I kind of scrolled through it. It looked like it went up to the, the, the hand of God and, and uh, in the 80s. And uh, uh, yeah, that was the last one I saw. The characters so. that they're depicting look like they're from the 1970s and maybe from the 1980s. So I think you're spot on there. Yeah, and the characters... A uh, little sidebar on it. They they are like freakish looking alien folks uh, with their long legs. Uh, I'm I never I've played Zara my whole life. I've never seen anybody looks like that. Uh, that looked more like um, like some basketball players or something. You know, you see these basketball players with the long legs and they like you know, jump up and come down and, like their legs snap in half. I don't know. You've probably seen that on on the, a couple of instances, but they kind of have that. I've body seen that in, shape. in American football quite recently, unfortunately. Oh, God, yeah, that was a lot of bad ones this season. Woo! Yeah. So, well, let me tell you about the Chivos. So, this is a Chivo podcast, so let's talk some Chivos. So, there's a couple of uh, different ways you can get the achievements. Uh, the primary way is uh, by winning cups. So, there's different cups you can enter. Uh, you can win the Africa Cup. You can win the Asia Cup. You can win this cup. You can win that cup. And there's all kinds of cups. And so, uh, you win all the cups, and you get a stack, and you get six like a stack of cups, not a stack of achievement. And you get six of uh, Do you say that. I can have a six pack? <laughs> and then for winning games, yeah. So you play to you play to win the game. And so you play uh draws don't count. Nope, you gotta win some games. And there's three achievements for How many games do I have to win? Oh, I'll get to that in a minute. Alright. Don't you worry about that. And then substitutions. You get an achievement for that. Make a lot of substitutes. Uh, granted, you can only do three per game, but uh, there is an achievement tied to that. Dribble. Yeah, you can dribble. So if you if you bake all the players like a baked chin, then you get an achievement for that. Uh, bicycle kick. So if you uh, send the ball in, do a bike, and knock it in the goal, there's some achievements for that. Well, actually, just one. And then there's some scoring goals achievements. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. And lastly, there's three achievements related to stickers. Uh, where we'll talk about the sticker uh, achievements uh, or the that system here in a little bit. So uh, that's the kind of a preview of what we're about to talk about. So let's get into some epic wins. All right. You want to show I go first on my epic win? Oh, I'd love for you to. All right. Well, my epic win on this is the gameplay. This is a very solid, very fun to play soccer simulation game. Uh, it's 
controls are simple but elegant. The AI is fair and balanced, uh, where it challenges you at various levels of play and skill and doesn't feel like it's cheating. And yet, if you want to, um, and you've developed the patience and learned the controls, you can outpower this uh, lower-powered AI and have a tougher challenge on the higher levels. The uh, aspects that it adds in terms of the stickers, which we'll come to again in a few minutes, and the cups keep it fresh and engaging. This is overall a very enjoyable uh, experience where we can play soccer and continue to play soccer. You can play this game for the foreseeable future, which is not so true, say, with FIFA. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, well, I'm so glad you went there. So I really enjoyed the gameplay of this game. So I like games like this. I am a sucker for them. I like those old school games. And so this one was kind of like those ACA games. They have about three or four of them, uh, those ACA uh, it's basically the same game. They just made it a newer year. So there's about three of them out there. They kind of went the King of Fighters uh, approach, you know, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 97. Yeah. They just so, changed the roster, right? <laughs> they didn't even change the roster. They just, I don't even know what the difference is. It looked to me like it was the same game. But, um, yeah, maybe maybe they did change, like, the teams that were in the tournament. But uh, this is like what, those ACA games. It's that same style where, uh, the same view, and it's kind of, if you played any old uh, NES or SNES-type games, it kind of felt like that, more like SNES, that generation, the 16-bit uh, games in soccer. So uh, these games, uh, they really, because the gameplay is so simple, and I like that. I like that you only have, like, four buttons. You, you hit A, it passes. You hit B, it shoots, and, you know, uh, Y is uh, uh, a long you know, clear and, you know, stuff like that. And, and you may have an, a sprint button and, and this game does have that. And I didn't realize that until like, yeah, it took me a while to figure out how to sprint. Button. <laughs> yeah, the, I played sprint without sprint button. for many games. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, man, I can't run anybody, but there is a sprint button. It's right trigger. Just thought I'd bring that it up. Seems pretty and obvious in retrospect. I should have realized it, it, it. You would think like at some point you would have clinched the controller and all of a sudden you get this little speed boost. But, uh, and so I like that. And so FIFA, Lord have mercy. FIFA, what has become of you? So, FIFA and Madden. Oh, I'm not letting you off the hook either, Madden. So, we're talking about football want... here. <laughs> yeah, this is football. So, we're talking football. So, FIFA, Madden, what the hell, man? Like, you have this game, and so it's like you have to hit 20 buttons to do anything, and you're. It's. People like realistic stuff, but not in their sports games. I'm sorry. I said it. They're... People like Tecmo Bull. You got eight plays you can choose from they don't want to sit there and drop x's and o's and be uh figure out you know break down the defense and all that maybe there's some people out there that like doing that but most gamers i think rather have the tech mobile version where okay that looks like that guy's gonna go deep let me just throw a long bomb to him uh maybe they won't pick that defense and so it's just frustrating to me there is a tough line to draw between a game (laughs) where it is a sports simulation that is simulating the sport and it is still Mm -hmm. fun to play because it gives you control and lets you do things that you can't do in real life and that's what a game is all about in a lot of these situations you're living the fantasy of man if i was taller i could have been the pro quarterback you know don't we all feel that way well, maybe fantasy for me would be to play this game and not FIFA and Madden. That sounds more like a nightmare to me. They are, oh my gosh, I don't get me started on FIFA. I, I just hate them. I just don't like it. Like Everyone has this fascination with it. I don't get it. It is annoying to play. It is, 
I'm, I'm, I'm done with FIFA. Okay, so <laughs> what, what I wanted to talk about was that, <laughs> you know, I just thought I'd go ahead and curtail right into a, oh, what is that? Oh, a brag alert? Oh, my goodness. So I, I did mention the SNES days. And so this game plays like this one game I used to know. What was that game? Hmm. Now it's just a game uh, that she used to know. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> yes, right. Oh, oh, it's coming to me. It's Super Soccer Champ. Oh, my goodness. It's the arcade hit Super Soccer Champ. Why is this an important game to note? Well, let me see. Let me just look it up on Twin Galaxies. Oh, let's see. Okay. Oh, my goodness. NTSC version of it. Uh, biggest blowout. Oh, my gosh. Is this a world record? 23 points. <laughs> Jason Kelly on two th- on, on June 20th, 2009 set a world record in that game? What in the... I'm coming for you, mule boy. <laughs> so, yeah, so obviously I've put some time into this version, this method of portraying soccer on the screen. I uh, enjoy it immensely because obviously I played a lot of Super Soccer Champ. So, uh, yeah, if, so if you know Super Soccer Champ, this plays very similar to Super Soccer Champ, where, which I have to work on. So. All right. <laughs> So I'm I'm very impressed by your success at these soccer games, but you know when you're playing on an easy AI, pretty much anyone can be successful, and that's something that is a pretty useful takeaway here. The game has three different difficulties, and you can set it down to beginner. And even if you've never played a soccer game in your life, give it a couple of games, you'll lose it first. You'll maybe lose the first three or four in a row. But as you get the hang of the controls, you'll feel comfortable, and you should be able to find some techniques that allow you to win on some of the easier difficulties with some of the better teams. And you can go forward from there and get better at this game. It's not particularly hard, but you're going to be playing a bit of it, which we're going to get to here in a moment. You're going to have to play a lot of it because you need to win the World Cup. And you can't just win the World Cup the first time you try, right? I mean, how long has the USA been trying to do this? They don't even make it all the time. Uh, it depends if you're uh, in certain countries overseas that uh, are magically not uh, using beefroids, uh, but yet they have stamina and can like play the entire game. You know, <laughs> the USSR <laughs> is surprisingly <laughs> stout. USSR. Yeah, they have really yeah. high ratings all around. Any sort of wonder about that? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, hypothetically, so you, you, to... you know, you play like two, three overtime games in the World Cup and find yourself in the finals, and you're still as fresh as you were when you first started the cup. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's just it's amazing some of the stamina over there. Well, that stamina might be coming from a sticker. <laughs> Uh, in oh. fact, one of the stickers that I unlocked early on in the game is, uh, let me talk about the stickers in here. Stickers oh. are team modifiers that you can earn, and you start off with a couple of them. And these will modify each of your major position points, so your attackers, your midfieldmen, and your defenders. And they make them faster or stronger or more resilient or have additional abilities or they have more stamina. But they also have a sticker category called Special. And the sticker that I'm referring to here that I managed to earn early on is a sticker called Restful Halftime. And instead of getting a minor stamina reboost at the halftime, my team has full stamina every single time coming out of the half. So maybe the USR, uh, USSR just had that going all the time. Uh, maybe... There was like 20 stickers on every forehead of every Croatia player out there. I, and then probably saying. some drugs under the sticker. <laughs> 20 stickers on the forehead and then 20 stickers injected into the veins. You know, something. I, I, I'm just 
spitballing here. So those stickers modified the gameplay slightly. They make it uh, a little bit easier for you as a player. Uh, the computer will choose its own stickers as well, and if another player plays, they get to choose their stickers. You will have to unlock 32 stickers. Uh, you start off with four, I believe, uh, maybe as many as six, but you have to unlock more through playing the game, and generally speaking, through winning those cups. You will have to play through and win the World Cup six different times to unlock all of the stickers, in addition to the other cups a number of times as well. Hmm. Wow, that's a lot of stickers. It's a lot of stickers. It's a lot of cups. <laughs> well, I have a feeling we're going to revisit that in a second. So, uh, well, let me just tell you my last epic win real quick is the uh, Super Shot feature. I thought it was pretty cool uh, because, again, like I mentioned, uh, in FIFA, to do something like this, you would probably have to punch in something that looks like a Konami code. In this game, all you have to do is pass the ball around a little bit, hold possession, and at some point your meter fills, you know, fills up, and then you can hold down one button, and you go into this cool little sequence where you juggle the ball, and then you execute a, uh, a bicycle kick, and the ball goes in like 95% of the time. And, and then, uh, you know, big celebration. It's pretty cool looking. So I enjoyed that. I was like, oh, yeah. You know, you feel like you're doing some kind of cool special combo. And, and uh, in reality, you're just holding down a button. So I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, also on the, another quick epic win that I liked was the announcer. The announcer, I thought he was great. Uh, the announcer was very uh, played down. It was just like you score, and he's like, oh! Yeah, and it was kind of the echo and the reverb was great. And so it also reminded me of another game that came out uh, in a similar style of this. It was a Super Soccer Champ, but it was one the, before that, uh, Super Soccer something else. But uh, it was in, no, it wasn't that one. It was in the N64 maybe. Yeah, N64. Day. I can't remember which game it was. I'm old. And so... It had um, the announcer, and it was right around the same time that voice was being implemented in games, so they couldn't quite get it down right. And so it just had several um, like pre-programmed things, and so all the country's names were like one little audio file, and then there was like a second audio file where it would try to dictate what the uh, what the action was. And so of uh, <laughs> if you shot the ball and it was really close it might say of the defense that they lived another day and so what it came off sounding like uh like the first audio clip did not match up to the second audio clip so if you played this game you know which game i'm talking about it's really funny so it'd be like uh all calm when he's saying the name of the country and then the second clip was all excited so it'd be like poland leave another day and <laughs> it was just hysterical and so I appreciated the announcement on this one. Then that he didn't uh, mismatch his uh, verbiage, I guess. Well, there you go. so the, the announcer from this game, Legendary Eleven, is what you're talking about. But <laughs> briefly there, you were talking about Super Shots. And I want to swing back around to that for just oh. a minute. Because oh, right on. useful uh, way of looking at this is that, yes, you can commit your Super Shots. And as long as you've got possession, you're in good shape. But when you lose possession the AI can commit their own super shots as well. They pass that ball around, they retain possession, they get into the scoring position, they can figure out how to hold down one button too, and that ball is going to the back of that 95% chance. So, What level were you playing on? I never saw them. I was just playing on beginner, and those suckers, man, they could hardly put a pass together. Yeah, um, on, on higher difficulties, they absolutely <laughs> can, and they will wreck oh, you. Uh, it, okay. it was entertaining um, and heartbreaking. Because I was in the 90th minute of my third game. I figured, I've finally got this. I've, I've gotten ahead. And then they tied it up. 
and then they got the ball and they did the super shot and it was as time expired it was the most glorious defeat ever and i think those moments of meta narrative that you can pull from these sports games is what they're all about so it helps to relieve the monotony of the same thing over and over again i mean it's really you're kicking the ball into the back of the net a lot so you need those kinds of narratives to spice things up and it's nice that this game can do it very well yeah and uh, also on the note of other cool things this game did another epic win i forgot to mention was uh on the penalties so the penalties they kind of disrupt the flow of the game but on the restarts it actually had a cool little feature where um i'm not sure exactly how to describe it but it's like a little circle and so you have to put the circle where you want to kind of hit the ball and so you get it all where you want and then you have to kind of time it right where it kind of counts down and it's and it's kind of quick so you have to kind of time it just right otherwise you just you know clear it into the stands but if you hit it just right you can pull out some pretty epic shots where you can hit the corners and um it was pretty cool i, I like that feature get used to that as well you'll have to kick a goal from uh, a free kick uh at least 10 times for one of the stickers so there you go right on well that kind of leads me into the epic fails oh. I like this game. I hate to dog on it, but ultimately we are an achievement community and you know, we're not a man. That game was cool community. So the epic fail is, Oh, those so grindy achievements, man. They are just grinding. So it's, it's, you know, I almost dropped an F bomb. It isn't an enjoyable experience, but man, it's like too much of a good thing. So for example, you're winning the game. So you get an achievement for winning a game. One game. You win a game and, you know, bleep, boop, you get your, your your one match you won. 10GS are yours. Yep. First victory is the name of that one. So then you're like, oh, that was all right. And so then you're like, okay, well, what's next? Oh, my goodness. Is that 25 games? You're like, okay, well, I could probably do 25. I can play 25. So I'm going to go get six you, cups anyway, right? Yeah, that's right. So uh, let me go uh, win 24 more. So bleep, bleep, you win. Winner, winner, 25, 25 gamer score. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, what's left? Hmm. Oh, my goodness, there's another win game achievement. What is that? Oh, wait, wait, am I looking at that right? 100 gamer score for winning 100 freaking games? Like, are you serious? So the lowest setting you can put on there is three-minute games. So you're already looking at 300 minutes. Yeah, that's five hours, right on there. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm thinking that uh, yeah, the math's right on that. So, at very minimum, you got a five-hour commitment here if you want to win. That's assuming you win every game. Uh, there's one for finishing 100 games. That's called the veteran. You get 50. So basically, they stack in essence. So 150 gamer score for uh, five hours of your life, assuming that you win them all. So that one's kind of like okay, but that's not even the grindiest of them. I mean, that one's pretty bad, but. There's also, uh, well, there's one for substitutions. I mentioned that, but a hundred of them. So it's like, oh, so you're going to do three per game. So you're up to 33, well, 34 games technically uh, where you have to do that. So, but if you're going to be playing a hundred games, yep, you're going to you know, do at least three substitutions in each one. And then we get to, well, you already mentioned winning the cups, how long that takes and how many of them there are, but let's go to scoring goals. So you score a goal. Uh, there's not one for scoring one goal unless it's a penalty shot, which you get 25 gamer score for that. 
or if you score an own goal, so you can go shoot on yourself. That was actually more difficult than you you would think because your goalkeeper's pretty the, good. Yeah, the goalkeeper is brutal, man. That guy, he comes flying in. He he doesn't care what jersey you're wearing. He tackles he will, you. He yeah, he does. He goes right at the knees too, and he will murderize you. So you gotta kind of work a little bit uh, to get that one. You can't just you know hold the the stick the opposite direction, and have him throw it in the goal. That doesn't work. That works in other games, but not this one. And so you score, what's this, 50? Is that 50 goals? Yeah, okay, that's doable. So what I did for that one, for those of you that are going to need some shortcuts on this, uh, I just set, hooked up a second controller and poor Saudi Arabia. I don't know how they made it to the cut into this game, but they are really not a good team. And you can select them really quick by hitting left in the little friendly match. And I've been setting my matches to three minutes so that uh, I can work towards that 100. And so you play against uh, Saudi Arabia with Germany, and it's just, oh, it's just ugly. And so you, basically every time they get the ball, since you have the second controller hooked up, they just stand there with the ball. So then you just steal the ball from them, and then you just it's just like a, a cascading offensive juggernaut coming down the field, and it's, it's going to go in the goal at, at some point. And so you can probably pull off about six or seven goals in a three-minute span. Uh, that seems to be about my average uh, using this technique. So it's going to take a little while because you got to get the other one, which is the 500 goals. Yes, 500 goals. And so that is for, that one's called leading score worth 100 gamer score, 500 goals. And I thought, well, what's the significance of 500? Do you know any significance about 500 goals? Not specifically. It's a big number. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a big number. So I started thinking, well, good Lord, why did they choose 500? And I thought, well, uh, how many people actually in real life have 500 goals? And so I did a little a little bing. I did some binging on this. And so uh, my bing results were uh, kind of eye-opening. And I was like, oh, I didn't know this was a thing. So apparently scoring 500 goals is some kind of big milestone. And at this point, 28 people have done so in the world um so if you include murka which you gotta include murka uh that number jumps up to 31 uh because you have to include uh adam vinatieri with 582 not 500 <laughs> not 583 right right colts uh, not 583 uh you have to include morton anderson and gary anderson the andersons are big over here in the states but in the rest of the world the, the rest of the 28 uh, number one, in case you're curious, was a gentleman uh, from the Czech. I don't know if it's Czech Republic. I assume so. And Austria played for both teams. And his name was Joseph Pepe Bikan. I, I don't know if I probably butchered that name. But he had 805 shots or goals, rather. That so is that a lot there. of goals. Yeah, that's the world leader. So, um, yeah, there you go. That was your educational portion of the segment. Oh, and so the rest of the team is <laughs> that. Uh, that took him a lifetime. Get, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it covered them all. So, how about you? What, did, uh, what was your fails here? So, just to to cap it up, those are the grindy, obvious grindy ones. But the stickers may actually be more grindy because they require you to not just, like I said, you win the cup, the World Cup, not just one time, but six times with different teams, and some of those teams are not particularly good. So you're going to expend uh, a fair amount of time playing extra games in this to get all the achievements. 
they clearly expect you to enjoy playing this game for an extended period of time, but even still, this game will not take a terribly long time to complete. It's just going to be a lot of soccer over a fairly short period of time. Uh, TA has an estimate of completion of 12 to 15 hours. I play That's slow. At least eight full games there, and, like a real soccer. Yeah. Eight full games. I, I don't play as successfully. I have losses. Not all my games are wins. So I'm going to say it's probably closer to 15 to 20 for someone like me. And I think that's going to be a, a reasonable estimate. But I think it could be done in as little as 10. But you're going to see somewhere between 10 and 20 hours for a completion for most gamers on this. And you'll need a little bit of skill, but you can probably get by uh, with pushing it down the difficulty and just a little bit of practice. So the grind, it, it, the grind is real. The grind is a fail. There's no way to deny that. I do have one more <laughs> epic fail for you, though. Oh, right on. The epic fail here is on the production values. Yes, this is a small game from a small team, and it's not FIFA, and we praised it for not being FIFA earlier, but the one yeah. thing that FIFA does have is the production values. And this game, yeah. it looks like the 1970s, and it feels like the 1990s. You uh, were promoting the promoter, the announcer. You were saying how uh, he made you uh, <laughs> remember those old games. Well, that's oh, because I think he, they actually borrowed him from those old games. <laughs> The game. Is that why he's so echoey and bright and kind of choppy? And he has two lines, and he uses them over and over again. He says, goal, and then he says, goal, and then he says, goal, again. So you're going to hear those same lines over and over again, and after you play long enough, you'll recognize them, and it does start to get a little bit annoying. So this Does, is, does it count as three goals every time you score? Unfortunately, no. Just... Oh, okay. <laughs> that would make that grindy achievement a whole lot easier. You are good. The, the game... Um, lacks in polish and it could really stand to have a little bit more of that because the the base is so enjoyable the gameplay is so much fun and if it weren't for the fact that you had to play it as much some of those polish points could be ignored or or glossed over but because they're clearly expecting you to play this for an extended period of time it really needs that extra coat and a little bit more work it's a little rough around the edges sometimes though i think that was partially intentional Hmm. well yeah i mean I, i enjoyed the atmosphere but then again i really like bad games so Take that for what it's worth. Yeah. So overall, this uh, was a, a solid game. I think we're supposed to give this a, a rating. How many soccer balls out of soccer balls will you give this? Oh man, let's see. I think uh, I'm gonna give for the soccer football genre. I'm gonna give it. Uh, let's go four out of five. You lose one ball. Well, you lose balls for a lot of reasons, but you lose one ball for the grindy achievements but overall it kicks some grass man i'm gonna agree this is a four star game or a four four ball game uh, <laughs> not a four base game that's, that's a different game <laughs> but a four ball game uh well worth your time and not a bad price although i will uh still probably wait for it to come on sale before i buy my own copy right on all right well i think we covered it so we'll just uh let everyone go Hello and welcome to a BCM special with me, Vakapale, and the BCM organizer himself, Iron Fist of Snuff. How's it going? It's going well. I've been BCMing it all day since 9 and it is 2. BCM, or Better Completions Matter, have a lot of different categories and bonuses that you can obtain by playing specific titles. That's very true. Um, I've already seen a lot of specific titles, and if you go to the BCM leaderboard, you can actually find a link that uh, Tim created 
that shows what every category has been or what every game in each category that has been used so far. Today we will discuss a game that is very useful for this competition. But before we get going, let me ask you a couple of things first, Iron Fist. Sure. What made you decide to organize this competition? Well, so one day uh, at work, I was bored at my last job where I didn't really do much. I just stood around at a desk all day and I was thinking, wouldn't it be nice if I didn't have to work here and I got paid to get completions? Which led me to my original idea of the um, algorithm that we would use for the scoring later when I was like, well, you know, I'm not actually going to get paid for games, but I could turn this into a contest where people get points for completing games that are better. So I wanted to create a contest that was more about getting good completions instead of the, I guess, the common completions anymore, where a lot of people seem to be jumping to those easy completions as soon as they come out. I wanted to change it up and try to force people to go for the completions that really challenge you or take a lot of your time that you have to invest your life into, I suppose. Yeah, I've been doing the opposite of that so far. I've been hitting the easy games hard. I've got plenty of completions, but not a lot of points to show for it. Don't worry, you're in the same boat as a lot of people. <laughs> I'm guessing uh, this competition has... Uh, blown up more than you expected and uh, you have a lot more completions and managing on your hand than you expected. It is certainly a lot more work than the beta was. Um, last year I ran a beta for three months. It had 98 people in it, which is only uh, 12 less than we have this year. So I've only gotten 12 more people, but the amount of completions has changed significantly as well as Adding the challenges and bonus categories to it has made the overall time that it takes to add each person's completions much longer. So this is a lot more work to do for a, quite a few people, and a lot more people are participating actively than they did last year. I actually missed the sign-up date, but you were kind enough to let me in anyway. Yeah, there was a few people that missed it, and... Um, if there was enough people at that time, I let them in. Now I'm not letting anybody else in because we have the perfect number. I can't do it. But at that point, we still needed a couple more to even things out. Well, thanks for uh, hosting a fun competition. I've really been enjoying this. Thank you guys for participating, to everybody that has. I know it's it can be a little frustrating to have to wait sometimes up to six days for your completions to be added to the spreadsheet just because I don't have time, but... On the days I'm off, I really go hard on it. So it's basically like a second job for me. And thanks again for doing it. You guys are welcome. The game we were planning to discuss this week is Zombie Driver Ultimate Edition. This was originally released on the 360, but uh, the 1 edition has, for some reason, 2000 gamer score, which is... Uh, not very common. No, it's not. And it's not even DLC, it's uh, title updates. Is that true? Oh wow, I, did, I thought it was DLC. <laughs> That's crazy. If you buy it, you will get everything you need and you can keep going and uh, go for that completion. Uh, the completion estimate is around 25 hours, but uh, according to TA, I only played it for 13 hours for the completion. I don't know if that's because I'm really really good or if something uh, messed up the timer. I'd like to believe that you're really really good at it. 
It is not a very difficult game, but it can get a bit tedious. It's not exactly the best game in the world. It's not the worst either, but uh, there are only 13% that has started it, that completed it, and it is very likely that they got bored with it. I could see that. I have actually played it before, luckily not on Xbox, because I don't know if I could stick to it for 20 hours to complete it. I only uh, played it for a few hours on PC a few years ago, and after a few hours I was like, I liked it, but I'm done with it. The title updates actually added more variety to the game, but as it is, you play a taxi driver during a zombie outbreak, and you do what taxi drivers do. You run around, well, you take your taxi around the town and pick up people and deliver them to other places. That sounds like an even crazier version of Crazy Taxi. That sounds really entertaining. And uh, very violent and bloody. (laughs) Yeah, I I could imagine that too. This game was uh, very bloody. There's also a slaughter mode, which is basically you get score depending on how long you survive and murder zombies with your car. Uh, And a racing mode as well. These are very minor parts of the game, and you will probably beat them rather quick. The campaign where you drive around and deliver passengers uh, is the longer part. It can get a bit boring, but if you stick to it, you can get 2000 gamer score and 3800 TA in, well, estimated 25 hours, but probably less than that. That's not bad at all. Um, I mean... For what is almost the two ratio, I, it, I think it actually clocks in at about 1.9. That'll give you some decent score on the BCM leaderboard. On top of that decent score, you can slot it into a few rather rare categories. There's a category called 2K Games, which tasks you with getting a, completing a game with the 2,000 game score and, or more, which this game has. It is... Uh, classified as vehicular combat. It begins with a Z, which is not a very common letter for games to begin with. It has mass sickness, and that mass sickness is zombies. That, that's very true. It seems um, I've, I've gotten quite a few completions that match both the ma- mass sickness and the zombies, or people also like to use post-apocalyptic and zombies. Those ones always seem to go together. Yeah, would you call this post-apocalyptic? It seems to be a rather local outbreak. I mean, I would say so, just because, I mean, I was willing to count a game that's even like a Sunset Overdrive, because they call it the awesome apocalypse, so it's kind of an apocalypse to them in that area. I did not even intend to get that classified, but I do have another category that I'm not sure if this qualifies for, along with a couple of other games that I'm a bit curious whether you will accept them or not for this category. Alright, let's see what it is. The category is Achievement Hunting is My Job, which tasks you with uh, playing a game that simulates a real job. Would you classify Zombie Driver as simulating a real job? You are a taxi driver driving around during a zombie outbreak. That's... (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, well, I mean, you are a taxi driver. See, this one's always hard because I don't want to deny people for creative thinking with these, but there's another case like Riptide GP 
it simulates racing but it's also in a flooded world and that's not a realistic thing either it's it's a hard one to classify i think as a taxi driver if you're actually picking people up and delivering them to places then that's good enough because they just throw a twist on it so i think i would allow that in that case you'd allow crazy taxi as well oh absolutely crazy taxi absolutely counts as a you're you're picking people up and driving them around and then delivering them to their location that's what a taxi does so i think that it simulates being a taxi driver even if they throw some crazy stuff in there would that extend to most racing games then yes um yes and no uh depends on the type of racing game if you're playing something like split second or blur i don't think that would count because you're sh- the idea there is that you're shooting weapons at other cars and i mean right now that's not a realistic thing like You're not trying to kill the other racers. Well, you shoot weapons with your taxi in this game as well. But you're killing zombies while doing your job. The taxi the taxi part of the job isn't that you're killing people, it's that you're taking people around. With racing, in some games the whole intent is to kill your enemies, in which case I don't think that would count. Because you're not nobody's a real killer unless you're going to jail. And that's not a job. Um, there are plenty of killers that haven't gone to jail, but let's table that discussion for later. <laughs> well, yes, that's, that's true, but, you know. The Bridge Constructor series, where you build bridges and send poor cars or trucks over them. <laughs> If you're asking, yeah, I think that would absolutely count. I think I've already allowed achievement hunting is my job for Bridge Constructor. Stunts, I think, is the one that was used. Yeah, were you both a stunt driver and a bridge constructor? Yep, I would. I absolutely counted that one. Metal Wolf Chaos XD. The president of the United States fights a civil war against the vice president with his giant mech. So, the job is being a president. Then. Yes, you play as the president and uh, you fight a civil war with the vice president, an armed uprising. But are you putting in any like uh decrees or orders? I haven't gotten that far into the game yet. Are you doing anything presidential? I don't I don't think so just because generally presidents don't ride around in mechs <laughs> or do any of that. They generally just sign paperwork and say whatever they want to. I thought you were going to go with uh, since military is uh, automatically disqualified and uh, the president of the United States is the head of the military, they he would be disqualified anyway. Oh, that's true too. I guess uh, you got to think about it from all the aspects. Okay, I'll scratch that off the list. Uh, in the later Fable games, you play as an, a hero or an adventurer, which is not a real profession, but you do get to work as a musician, a baker, or a blacksmith. That 100% counts. I was thinking about that one when I was creating the list. Most sports games, FIFA, Madden, or NHL, you take control of the entire match, but you do control a lot of uh, players that are technically being paid for what they are doing. This is another one that counts. Um, I've a, po- a couple of people have asked about using FIFA as one and I was like it simulates being a professional footballer so I'll allow it my final title is youtuber's life 
is being YouTuber a job or not? Oh, then I want it to be really badly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a very good question. I mean, it depends because, yeah, later in the game you make enough money that it would be a job. If you can financially support yourself, pay all your bills, and yeah, basically that. If you can just financially support yourself. I'm guessing if you are successful in the game, you can actually do that, at least in the game. Yeah, I imagine so. So I guess for some people that is a job already, like look at big YouTubers. So I imagine that if you get big in the game, then this would be your job and therefore you could uh, find success in it. Also, this game, while the gameplay doesn't simulate the jobs in the game, you can click on your door and go to work to make money too. So I'm going to give this a big old yes. Okay, it seems like uh, the achievement hunting is my job category is uh, spans a lot of titles and is easier to obtain than I expected. Yeah, um, see that's the hard part there. Because it's, it's like, if I'm too harsh on that one, it's going to be way too hard to accomplish. If I'm loose on it like I am now with it, it's like, as long as you can sort of justify that that's a real job, I'll allow it. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Iron Fist of Snuff. Uh, you also have your own podcast. Uh, would you like to say a few words about it? Sure. Um, me and a friend of mine, Chris, we have started our own podcast called the Chivo Chums Podcast. It's currently only on YouTube, but we basically talk about achievements that we've won in the week talk about new things coming to the bcm if there are new things at the time as well as just leaderboard updates how we're doing in it and the new show that we've created called the ultimate chivo where we challenge each other back and forth each week to get a very hard achievement in a game that we own and that we want the other person to try to complete so it's pretty fun yeah thanks again for joining me and thanks for uh, organizing the Better Completions Matter contest. Uh, I, I've enjoyed it this far, and I hope to enjoy it for the entire year. Oh, that you will. And thank you for inviting me to the, to the podcast. I really enjoyed being a part of it. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.